This is the great disco Vietnam. Two brothers out of uh, Huntington Station, I believe. Long That's Island. Oasis. Isn't that Oasis? Not Oasis. By the way, joining me on the radio program tonight, 718-690-9290. Uh, the Wednesday night show. This is our first Wednesday night show. I was going to do this show solo, and I actually thought I was doing it solo until Chris was like, Hey, I'm ready. <laughs> so our buddy, no chance. Our buddy Chris Italia. From the Stand NYC, co-host the radio program with me on Wednesday nights. And, uh, yeah, Chris doesn't like it. Well, do you like the Disco Vietnam? I don't know. They sound, they sound good, but they also sound a lot like Oasis. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, Chris. Yes. People... Uh, People take, you know, uh, cues from folks that came before them. Well, comedians do it, actors do it, musicians do it. What do you think? I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't say influences. Oasis, Oasis, their heavy influences are obviously the Beatles. Mm. They sound a little bit like the Beatles, but they don't sound exactly like the Beatles. Right. 
This well, wasn't it? Wasn't it? I, I actually thought when you first played it that it was Liam Gallagher. Wasn't it Liam Gallagher when the Oasis first broke? Probably even before you were a fan, because you're a yeah. gigantic Oasis fan. Like, I am a gigantic. The Oasis. biggest Oasis fan I have certainly ever met in my entire life, and you could be probably top ten Oasis fan across the the world. I don't. I don't know about that. There's this girl. On Instagram, uh, she her handle is Blue Vereen. Blue mm. Vereen. Right. She goes to every single concert. Wow. All right. So that girl's got you beat. But you've she been traveled the world following them. But you've been to. I mean, you're you're at least. I would say at least. Realistically, out of all the Oasis fans, just just by knowing you since you were you know in your early twenties and. Uh, I mean, and seeing I, your Instagrams I, I, and, and being at your apart, your old apartment in Queens and seeing the the posters on the wall and, and and the discussions we've had over the last 14, 15 years, whatever the hell it's been, you're at least in the top fifty Oasis fans across the world. I'll take that. Yeah, at least because you've been to, even when the brothers, you know, the brothers hate each other. Noel they and do. and Liam, they hate each other, right? Have they ever reconciled? Have they ever no. spent a no. holiday together? No. They haven't seen each other since the band broke up in 2009. That's a long time ago. Have they even spoken on the phone? Do you know this? I think they had a conversation on the phone once uh-huh. just because the mom asked for it and they were cordial to each other. They're like, but, fuck off, fuck off. No, what they say is it, what they say is that, you know, he's my brother. I'll always love him, but mm. we're, we're not friends. We don't have a relationship. He's a fucking brother, cocksucker. That's pretty much it. Yeah. He's a brother, cocksucker. He's probably half a faggot. But then they shit on each other, um, you know, like, like to press and stuff like that, just because right. they know it's good. It's you know, it hypes things up, it gets things going, drums so they, up, uh, drums up tickets, tickets. Well, up. yeah, I mean, like, any anytime they go at it, you know, through Twitter or whatever, or or you know, just comments through the press, right? It it you know, it definitely keeps them relevant for sure because everybody loves it. Everybody eats it up when they go at each other. <sighs> But wouldn't you agree that folks, back to what the original thing was, is folks are like, for example, this radio show that I do, it was influenced by Howard Stern, Don Imus, and and the great Opie and Anthony show. Listen to a Liam Gallagher track. This is Chris playing audio through his headphones from New York City. (laughs) By the way, that was a hell of a ramp into nothing. All right. You don't have to play. It's coming through like dog shit now, Chris. A minute ago, it worked. This is like radio duct tape audio, like engineering. Yeah. Yes, it's, they're great. I know. I know. I, I know they're great. I exactly like them. You don't have to. But yes. But but the song I played to, to start the show was from two brothers who are. Two are, brothers. Who just. They are two brothers. Uh, and. Uh, you know, they're just two brothers who like to make music and they're very talented on it. So, you know, whatever type of music comes out of them, whether it sounds like uh, Oasis or another band, it doesn't matter. They just do it because they what's, love what's music. What's the name of the band again? Disco Vietnam. They actually have a name. They don't, I mean, they, they, they just jam. That's all they do. They can go to a Disco Vietnam on Bandcamp and find all their, their albums that they put together. But it's just... They're not like, you know, they weren't trying to get signed or try to play gigs at Webster Hall or, you know, they, they were just, they just made music for the love of making music. And they, they knew they were, you know, pretty talented. The brother played drums. 
Barry, my friend, who who sings on the track I just played. Oh, he's your friend. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the, he, they've actually done the show. They they say uh, when we were at the, on the GFQ network, broadcasting from the GFQ studios. In, uh, Can we get him on next week and talk to them about Oasis? Uh, I don't know. Dude, I, 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 I haven't talked to Barry in fucking eight oh, years. Now's, a, now's your chance. He's on the Instagram. I follow him on the Instagram. Oh, there you go. Instagram him. Or send him a DM on Instagram. What do you want to ask him about? No, why? why? You want to just... Wanna, what do you want no, to... I want to... Eh, what do you that. sound like Oasis? And he's going to go, no, I just no, make no, music in my that. fucking I garage. I wouldn't say that at all. I would no. I would say to him, you know, I hear a lot of, you know, Noel and Liam Gallagher. Right. Are they an influence? And that's what I would want to know. Right. Well, it is. Uh, by the way, I want to. I want to mention the the original point I wanted to make is that your buddy there, Liam, when Oasis was Oasis and they just broke, right? You know, just a f- like maybe maybe five months in the spotlight, uh, Lamb came out and it's like a. Fa- I think it's kind of a famous quote. He's like, "What bigger than the fucking Beatles?" <laughs> well, the reason why he said that, yeah. and I'm gonna, I'll back him up, is because they played this concert mm. in, in England in Kensworth. Right. And it was at that time, it was the largest crowd of all time. Mick Jagger looks like his own crack. <laughs> <laughs> he was if, a you real- watch, if you watch the documentary, which I encourage everyone to watch. I, I think I've seen it. I'm, I think it's I'm called tra- Supersonic. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh. Right yeah. Uh, if you watch that documentary, you can see it all coming to fruition. It all leads up to that moment where they had this, you know, giant concert in England and broke all the records. Uh, so- Lamb, by the way, coming in from uh, Marion in, uh, in the uh, chat room, uh, Lamb thought uh, originally he was the new John Lennon. What do you think? He did. But th- all right, think about this: if you if hmm. you're selling, if you're going double platinum, if you're selling out shows all over the world. Sometimes you know soccer stadiums and, and and football stadiums and all that stuff. Right. And then you go and do the biggest show of all time. Right. How would you feel about yourself? I fucking. <laughs> I mean, you you would feel like you're a god. That's yeah. what you would feel about yourself. Yeah. So that's when that's where those comments came from. Those comments came from right. Hey, yeah. We just did the biggest show anyone's ever done ever. Right. And I'm in my 20s. It's hard right. to process that. Yeah. I get my dick sucked by you know 20 women a night. And, right. You know, I I'm on magazines all over the world. I'm selling millions of tickets and albums and all that stuff. I can say whatever the fuck I want right. in an and interview. Will happen to me. Everybody right. eats. Everybody eats it up. He's probably called every goddamn junket interviewee person, interviewer, uh, like a cocksucker. The guy, he's the most brilliant. If you just l- listen to uh, Liam Gallagher fucking interviews, <laughs> it, they're, they're the most entertaining fucking thing ever. Oh, I mean, you have to also try and decipher everything he says because he, yeah. he speaks with such a cockney. Uh, cockney uh, he's got that gypsy fucking accent. Yeah. 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 Well, the weird thing is like he they're from Ireland. And then they grew up in Manchester, so they had like this. It's even worse than Cockney, so like it's really hard to understand him specifically. Mm. Noel is a lot more audible. He, you could actually understand what he says. Right. Uh, well, here uh, it is the LunaticRadio.com show, everybody. Wednesday nights, Chris Italia, uh, owner of the Stan Comedy Club in New York City. 
joining me. We're going to have a, a Wednesday hump day schmooze, 718-690-9290. I actually do have a lot of stuff uh, I printed out for this radio broadcast now that I'm doing uh, three shows a week. Uh, Friday nights, uh, LR Friday nights with uh, Detroit TJ, and then the uh, the OG, the original LR Lunatic Radio broadcast with Rock and Leroy Jenkins on Sundays, and now we're doing this Wednesday show. It's going to be a solo show, or Chris is going to be on it with me uh, for the inaugural show. Chris is joining me. Maybe next week Chris won't be here, and I'll just be doing it solo. And uh, this show right no, here, is, this show not instilling a lot of confidence in me being here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a busy man. Everybody, well, like fuck you, Kieran. You're I like do a lot to clear my schedule tonight. You know, come on. Well, I, pre- I appreciate you making the time and, and, and being here. You know, you, but you are a busy man, like Rock. Rock's hard to fucking tackle. He's all hard to tackle down to do some, uh, you know, internet broadcasting because he's got a lot of stuff going on. You, you're a busy man. You got a lot of stuff going on. You're you're uh, in the middle of uh, building one of the largest. I'm fucking... bigger than John Lennon. <laughs> you're uh, you're in the middle of building one of the largest comedy. Well, the probably going to be the largest comedy club in Manhattan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, no. Well, in terms of actual seats, no. But in terms of like pure square uh, footage, square square footage, yes. Yeah. So there you go. It's still, you still got to fucking build it, right? You know what I mean? You still gotta. You, I sure do. I sure yeah. have to build it. Yeah, you know. I saw the pizza, the the pizza oven you installed. That looks pretty sick. It's, it's pretty phenomenal. Is that a brick oven pizza? That's a wood fired pizza. Wood fired pizza. That's gonna be some fucking good pizza. It's gonna be sick. All right, well, can you sick, give it? I tell you, sick. Can you give an update to the people of what's going on with the place? I, I know. mean, you know, we had some delays because New York City just, you know, mm. fucks you every every possible way. But uh, I would say we're we're five weeks away. Five weeks away from opening up the stand in New York City. Yeah, we'll probably do some like one-off friends and family nights at first, and then we'll build up to an opening, uh, a grand opening, like February first or something like that. February first is the tentative date for the grand opening. Very, t- very tentative. Very tentative date for the grand opening of the Stand NYC Comedy Club. That just, is going to be just my luck. The buildings department in New York City can be listening to this. <laughs> hey, we're going to we're going to go ahead and fuck this guy. <laughs> Get on, go ahead and throw a little fucking wrench into this motherfucker. Uh, yeah, but you know what it is though. I listened to. Um, and I got the Sirius XM, so I'm listening to it in the car and stuff. And even though the club, you know, you're transitioning from the old club to the new club, and then the new club's getting built, the Stand Comedy Club, the name, is still getting pumped throughout the airwaves of Sirius XM, which is still fucking cool. So the, the club, is the name is still getting thrown out there. You know, like the Comedy Cellar and Calorines. Everyone involved or everyone that goes there, you know, always has a great time. So they, you know, always talk about it. They always, you know, it's always on people's minds because you've never had a shitty time there. Right. Yeah. No, it is, it is a absolute, if you're in the uh, New York metropolitan New York area, uh, you know, when the stand, when the stand opens up again and it's a new place, it's going to be fucking tremendous because Chris and his brother and all the rest of the people over there at the stand fucking, they do a tremendous job. And uh, it, it's a fucking, it's not like a tourist comedy club. It's its a fucking experience. You walk in there and it's everything's beautiful. You look like you're in a fucking five-star restaurant. All of a so sudden. All you need to know is this. I'm killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you're killing yourself building this thing. Is that what you're saying? Literally, I mean, I just went at it with my brother over something, you know, and it was like an argument that went on for like 40 minutes, and all we ever, all we, all we resolved was go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's the that's the way Italians communicate. Yeah, uh, fuck you, uh, fuck you, huh? Yeah, and that's basically all that happened. In the end, it was just go fuck yourself. <laughs> But that—that's what's gonna happen when you, you know, you're—you got so many things going on at once. And yeah, you're trying to build something that's much greater and bigger than anything you've ever done. You're not—you're not trying to build a fucking comedy club in a cornfield in Nebraska. You're trying to build a fucking comedy club in the heart, you know. Yeah, New York City. Man. In the heart of New York City, is it Union it's, Square? It's coming. It, it is, is the Union location. Square, 16th Street off of Union Square. Yeah. So you're fucking. You're you're right in the fucking mix of. Fucking just anarchy, you know? It's anarchy. You're trying to fucking build a goddamn beautiful place in a war zone, you know? It's definitely how it's definitely how it feels. Right. Yeah. So, uh, word up. We got a lot to do on today's radio broadcast seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety. As we were talking about, do you think Oasis, uh, Chris Italia, will ever be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the United States? They better be. That's that's ridiculous. Then I mean, they they're a legendary band at this point. They lasted for as long as they did. Right. Uh, you know, more than uh, I guess I would say what twenty five, thirty years. And you know, their music is some of the most well known music on the planet. But actually, my other question would be: Are they even eligible? But I guess they are because they had a big They're run. Eligible because they had they've had like they had a run albums. They had, yeah, and they twelve albums. They sold millions and millions of of uh, of you know albums, and oh. and they also sold millions of tickets over the years in the United States. So that that to me qualifies them. But are there other like British invasion type bands in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame from that era? Uh, no, just any era. I mean, Rolling Stones. The ro- oh, they they are. They're right. Yeah, the Rolling Stones are in the rock. Yeah, Bowl. Ozzy yeah. Osbourne, Black Sabbath is is in the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah, you're the right. Beatles, the Beatles obviously are in the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Oasis could be that band. They they could get in. Uh, Again, well, they, they should be. It'd be an absolute, you know. Bullshit political thing, maybe if the maybe the press isn't. But then again, the press should love them because they've given them so many sound bites over the years. They make a pre- they make the press's job very easy. By the way, Detroit TJ checking and even pump uh, Oasis uh, through the what is he saying? In the hood, through the stereos in the hood. That's not true. Come on, <laughs> they don't play, there's no way they play fucking Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Wanda. Yo, man, turn yeah. that shit up. Fuck yeah, crazy I, ass crack. No. <laughs> I grew up in a pretty rough area. There was no Oasis playing anywhere. No, no fucking. <laughs> no fucking Oasis being played in Bensonhurst. No, no there's no Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> if someone, if, if you heard the first few chords of Wonderwall and you lived in like in, in a ghetto in Brooklyn, you'd get fucking slapped. Yeah. Uh, well, Morning Glory banged in Detroit. That's what he's saying. What's the story, Morning Glory? They used to be a banger in the great Motor City. What do you mean a banger? A banger is like, I guess, a hip hop speech for uh, something that's hot. Something it was a it was a hit. It was a hit. It was a banger. People like pumped it all the time. 
I'm very white. I mean, it's a great song. It's a great song. You know, I, I still don't believe it. All right. So the uh, the 2019 uh, no, uh, inductions for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The nominees are out, and the nominees they're, they're going to be uh, condensed down to five, I believe, uh, this month in December 2018. They're going to pick five uh, inductees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm going to pose the question to Chris Italia. Out of the following list of uh, musical acts and legends, which five are going to make the cut? Wait, so how many are you reading right now? There is, uh, I would say, more than two handfuls of Can nominees. all those names? I'm going to read them all for you. All right, let's go. There's not that many. All, all right. right. So the nominees for the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are as follows. Def Leppard, Devo... Janet Jackson, John Prine, Kraftwerk, LL Cool J, MC5, Radiohead, Rage Against the Machine, Roxy Music, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, Stevie Nicks, The Cure, The Zombies, and Todd Rudgren. First, first, you have to eliminate anyone who's not rock and roll. That's the, that's that's my rule. Well, no, you can't do that. Yeah, I can do because you know what the you know what the yeah, biggest genre rock and roll hall of fame. Let hip hop start their own hall of fame. You know right? what the you know, you know what the biggest R and B music start their own. The most nominated uh, genre at the Grammys this year. You know what it was? Sure it was hip hop. Sure it was hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop went from being a niche genre to dominating the music scene. And yeah. I get it. The music scene's fucking garbage now, but. It does. I'm not saying that hip hop. Why garbage. I worry about this? This is why I worry about this. Mm. Because in fucking uh, twenty years, twenty years, French Montana is gonna be. <laughs> 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 that's my problem with uh, no. in having hip hop art. You're gonna have Lil Wayne in the Hot Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Is that okay for you? I'm here to induct Little Yip Yip into the rock. <laughs> right. well, it's gonna first, be a the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's gonna have a bunch of Lils in it, a bunch of a whole section of Lils. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. You want me to read them again? No, well, no. I got it. I got the list in front of me too now. Okay. So, so let's go through it. Def Leppard, Shoein. Yes, for the no, rock. No, because they didn't sustain a long enough period of success. How know? can you fucking tell me Def Leppard is not a shoe in for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Okay, after pour some sugar on me, can you name another song? Yes, there's a whole what shit ton. I don't know, there's name a bunch. A, no, you just off off the top. Well, of I'm your a head. fair weather fan, but I know that Def Leppard's been around for fucking forty five fucking years. They've been around, but they haven't done anything in the last twenty. So what are you talking about? Pour some sugar on me. That was a fucking great tune. You can That's it. all That's right, all you but out of the list, out of this list right here okay, of nominees, pick five. I'm gonna pick five. All right, you pick five. Hold on, let me uh, let me get a marker so I can put a C next to every fucking nomination you pick, and then I can criticize the fuck out of it. Go ahead. Well, let's start with, and they're not. I don't like them at all, but The Cure because The Cure mm. defined '80s music, '80s rock and roll. They they were the band, and they actually are a Brit invasion band. Right. So they, that would, that would they define the decade. They were one of the top 80s bands. And, you know, and they transcended that years later. They kept going on and on. You know, obviously their popularity dwindled a little bit. But, you know, in terms of, you know, defining a generation, The Cure was one of those bands. So they deserve to be in there. 
uh, chat room feedback. Uh, the zombies only because Dolores, the singer, died this year. Don't give me one of those fucking inductees. Don't give me that boy. Mac Miller shit. And, and just on that alone, then you should definitely let Rage, have Rage Against the Machine in it because, you know, isn't half the band dead? What was your, did you only pick one or did you pick two? I, I so far, I just picked The Cure. Okay, the, the Cure. I would, I would say the second pick would be Rage Against the Machine. All right, Chris is going Rage Against the Machine and The Cure for two and, uh, out of the uh, five nominees why, for the 2019 the Rock and Roll thing. The reason why Rage Against the Machine mm. to me stands out is because they were a political band and right. they... They made statements with their music. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Rage, it only had three albums. That's it. Yeah, and then the guy, then the guy died. No, he's still alive. They just haven't oh, been no, back. He, or he lost his mind. Didn't he's he fucking. Mind? He's like a blogger now or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Their their music just really stood out to me. Yes, and obviously. I, but in, yeah, but in that, it came from, it came from a, an air, a, a, a scene of music that was trash. Other than probably corn and Rage Against the Machine, all the rest of them you could just fucking throw in the trash can. Listen, they're not going to get in because of those political views and and the way you know they basically told everyone to fuck off. So they're not going to get in. But that's I would definitely have them in. Isn't the guitarist? I heard the guitarist is actually on the board for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame from Rage Against the Machine. Todd Morello. I believe he is. He, I could be wrong, but I can see. I'm not saying the guy's going to vote for himself. I can see him actually not voting for himself because he's got. Yeah, it's a conflict of interest, you know. So I can even see him. They're even on the list. But actually, you know what? You know what's interesting? I was I was on the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website last night, and on December 9th, so a couple of days ago, you could have gone to the actual facility in Cleveland, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, in. As a fan, you could have filled out a ballot. Wait, to write someone into the nomination? Well, no, you could have voted for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a fan if you actually went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Who's going to do that? I know, but it's still kind of cool, right? I would fucking... wants to go to Cleveland to cast a vote? That would, be honest with you, I think more people would have voted for this shit than fucking, you know, some sort of political fucking election in midterms or anything. I would love... I would love to fucking vote. You know what? And what other... Do you see me ever fucking doing a segment on the radio about, okay, I'm going to vote for this senator over this senator. You know, I'm not doing that. But The Rock, you give me some bands on a list and go pick five of them out of this list that are going to get inducted to, into some sort of fucking Rock and Hall of Fame. I'm fucking going to sit here and debate. I'm going to sit here and debate like I'm doing right now. All right, so you got two. If we're trying to figure out who is going to get into the 2019 uh, Rock and Roll Hall of, Hall of Fame ceremony. Go ahead. You got two. You got Rage Against the Machine and The Cure. So if I have to start allowing non-rock and roll bands in, I mean, Chaka Khan is a fucking, fucking icon. Shaka She's a legend. Khan. Come on. She's Chaka Khan. Yeah. She's you're going to push. A- I, you can't put Chaka Khan in over the other. A female artist that's on the list. Shannon Jackson, get out of here, man. Shaka Khan, who's who, give never, me a toss up. Shaka Khan or Janet Jackson? Famous. Give me a beat. Come on. Come on. We're when she did that Shaka. fucking Janet Jackson's hot that ass. Although Shaka. she did bang Jermaine Dupri at one Shaka. point. Remember, you know, remember that Jermaine Dupri guy <laughs> with that lazy eye? Well, he's a producer. Yeah, I know Jermaine Dupri. She produced some fucking clear eyesight. He produced like three of her albums. What are you talking Did about? Did he? He also banged her. Yeah. Didn't he have a I kid with her? her? Did you give her a baby? 
I think he did. Did he put a fucking pizza in that oven? I know they were. I know they were engaged. All right, so you got three, five. I see. I, I mean, all right. Go ahead. I'm not going to say what my. All right, give me, give me. You had, you had two final ones, Chris. I would say, you. I would say Radiohead, but I think Radiohead. They have that's time. There's time for Radiohead. I don't think you should let them in now. Get the. F- <laughs> All right, so you're, are you are you picking Radiohead or you're not picking Radiohead? I can't pick Radiohead because there's people on this list that that are the most influential band on the entire list. You're not picking. His, but his I get it. A lot of people don't like Radiohead because the, Radiohead. the fucking hipsters who fucking uh, who have infested the fucking Radiohead. American Talk- society and world. Uh, love hit Radiohead. I get it. They got. But you ever you ever hear the song talk show uh, talk show radio uh, talk radio show? Uh, for my Radiohead. Yeah. Uh, probably. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I've been. I, I, I you know obviously in the last four years I've really fucking gone gone balls deep into Radiohead. Not in a, really? no no homo, but I fucking love Radiohead and I love Nas, which is fucking weird. <laughs> I just the two artists are completely Where different. Is he on this list? How come he's not on this Nas? List? Nas is still making yeah. music. That's why he's not on the list. Um, okay. Uh, no, I don't think he's eligible yet because it, it, it hasn't been around. It's got to be like There's 30 years. Radio. It's got to be. Show. All right. That's going to get me booted off fucking YouTube. So you got to cut that off. I can't play it, Chris. All right. I'm playing. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So you got. Th- so you got. So you got three. You got Rage Against the Machine, uh, Ruf- Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Now, it's, who's it's Rufus? It's not Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. That's it's the da- Shaka Khan. That was the that was the duo. Well, the the, the the actual title on the inductee list is Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. I don't believe that. It says it right here. <laughs> Look at it. it. Says Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Right fucking there. Right here. I'm showing Chris on the uh, video screen. If you're listening on podcast. Um, by the way, 718-690-9290. If so I'm you, gonna hit the pause button on the Radiohead. You're gonna hit the pause button on Radiohead for because being inducted. Obviously, and, they deserve to be in. Uh huh. But there's people that are gonna die next year if you if you don't let them in. You know what I mean? Radiohead's yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah, but they can get that post fucking death fucking induction. No, no. We don't like Mac that. Miller, uh, for example, Detroit TJ on the uh, Lunatic Radio Friday Night Show, he mentioned that uh, Mac Miller got his first Grammy nomination, and uh, I believe it was uh, Detroit TJ's contention that Mac Miller only got a fucking nomination for a Grammy nomination because he died. Well, there's always a sentiment when someone dies to, you know, give him one last, you know, shot at right. something. Because, you know, he, what, Mac Miller? I mean, look, I'm not a fan of Mac Miller, but he was, he definitely influenced a lot of people and he, you know, was around a while. He's a white kid for fucking Pittsburgh. Right. Well, that's what makes it even harder to be be known in rap. Zero influential people come from Pittsburgh. And that will be just a blanket statement I throw out there. (laughs) See if that fucker sticks somewhere. All right, so I have I have the Cure, I have Rage Against the Machine, and I have Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, okay. This is the pause button on Radiohead. Pause button on Radiohead. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna write that down. Pause button on Radiohead. <laughs> I mean, I I know they'll get in. I'm just saying to you that, you know. Yes, but th- I would. Wait. They I would are. Wait. They are. They are a a uh, like a like a Derek Jeter type. 
like should get in first ballot, boom. First time they're eligible, they should get in. They shouldn't get in before Oasis, and Oasis hasn't been nominated. You yet, are so. fucking smoking crack. <laughs> what are you telling me? Radiohead's more popular than Fuck Oasis? Fuck yes, no they way. are. Did you see Oasis? Do you see Oasis playing the, the, the like headlining Bonnaroo or Coachella these yeah, days? At their peak, absolutely. At their peak, fifteen. But Radiohead was around they when they up. were. They broke up, man. Radiohead's been around longer than fucking Oasis. Radio has been playing fucking giant concerts around the world for the last fucking 30 years. So has Oasis. What? Come on. They're brothers to hate each other. They're brothers hate each other. Uh, Liam's playing fucking gigs at fucking, you know, bars in goddamn. That's not true. In Wichita, Kansas. Shut up. Shut up. Noel. (laughs) Noel is fucking, you know, he's, he's got, he's got his band. He's doing good. Noel just wrapped up a world tour, right? And but he's not, he's venues. Noel Noel wow. Gallagher is not closing out Coachella. They're, he's, they're not. Maybe if the brothers got back together, well, yes, that's the and came back if they got and got back together, they'd be just as big as they ever were. Right, but they're not. Right, but they haven't continued to. But but here's the thing: you have lost years of Oasis making music. I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but if you look it up, I bet between the years of 1990 and 2000. Mm. I don't think uh, I can ever argue with you about Oasis. Oasis, I'm never going to change your mind. More albums and more singles than any other band on the planet. Is that fake news? (laughs) Is that fake news? I feel like is Nirvana in the Hall of Fame? Fuck yeah! First time, first time, first time they were ever eligible. Yeah. But don't even say that. Don't put Oasis in the same fucking category as Nirvana. Listen, man, have you ever been to England, Kieran? I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. Have you ever been to Japan? This is the United States of motherfucking America. We run the motherfucker. Not let that fucking jolly old England. Like, did did, did the Beatles originate here and then they jumped ship over to England to fucking make their heyday? No. The Beatles originated in England and they came to America to become fucking worldwide fucking legends. Right. So did right. Oasis. They did the same thing. Yeah. And then no, they went no, to Japan. No, no. Like I just Japan. said, Liam's, Liam's, Liam's playing fucking dive bars in Wichita, Kansas. No, he's Noel's not. playing fucking. Doing theaters everywhere. Noel's middling. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just picking on it. But they're not. You can't tell me that Oasis is as big as Radiohead. You can't. You can't. Radiohead, yes, maybe maybe uh, Oasis, when they hit, was a larger band. They hit harder than Radiohead, Radiohead but Radiohead's been consistent. Consist- so has Oasis. What are you talking about? No. Up until their breakup, Karen. They were still one of the top bands in the world. Uh, I saw Radiohead in 1993 at a small one-day festival in Holland. No one knew who they were. Well, that's exactly. fucking Holland. You know, and you know, no what? one even Oasis, knows where Holland is Oasis on a fucking map. Was world renowned by then. All right, you go. You we can take a poll of everybody in this entire fucking world. Uh, what is Radiohead? What is Oasis? And I guarantee you, people could indicate what Radiohead is over Let's Oasis. The polls, I don't They'll say that. Oasis is a fucking resort in goddamn no Boca Raton, no, Florida. No way, man. Or no a way. strip club in fucking Jersey. Listen, they had way more hits than Radiohead had. Way more hits. Way more. 
All right, you might be. No, I don't know. I just don't, on their first album alone. Well, it, you're talking. Ra- they have way more hits than Radiohead. All right, so pick a god. Pick two more nominees, damn it! So you're putting a pause on Radiohead. Yeah. Okay. You know, again, I really hate Oasis. The fact that Oasis. I really, hate, I really hate the fact that there's hip hop and R and B on this. Mm. But you can't ignore LL Cool J. LL Cool J is your fourth pick <laughs> to be inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2019. I mean, he, you know, he defined us like, you know how like rap was, was very like one note in the, in the seventies and eighties. Mm. He changed, he definitely changed that. Right. You know, he made rap a lot cooler than it was when it first came out. Right. He's a legendary artist. His fucking entire catalog, to be honest with you, is not fucking, there's not a lot of home runs in there, but there are some monstrous. Hey, it's great ratings there are, on NCIS there, LA. There are some monstrous uh, hits in in his catalog, but there is a lot of fucking garbage in his catalog. I've listened There's to the entire. There's a lot of garbage thing. in everyone's catalog. What I, are you talking about? I know, but but LL has some real shit, <laughs> like some bombs, man. LL has some bombs. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing, LL. Here, the other thing about LL Cool J, I get it. He was a pioneer, and when Def Jam, and uh, I can't forget about my radio and all that shit. And uh, you know, he he was, came around with the, the time of uh, Run DMC and all that. But throughout uh, his his music career, when the sound changed from like fucking just like beatboxes on the you know on their on their shoulder and people break dancing. To the time when gangster rap came in, and then there was like that whole weed influence of uh, hip hop. Like his sound changed with those times, and I thought that was kind of phony. I always he thought adapted, that was he adapted. He adapted, like but it, it is yeah. But when you listen, it sounds so dated. It sounds so time stamped, and it almost sounds phony. But then again, I guess a lot of rappers have done that, you know, because yeah. hip hop's so like you make an out, you make a fucking hit record. Or single one week and people forgot about it the next. You know what I mean? Like me, like fucking songs don't last. They're just throwaways. All th- I judge it on hits, man. The guy had some. He did have hits. a lot of hits. So LL Cool J is your fourth. LL Cool yeah. J is your fourth nomination for the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. All right. All right. Let's get to the fifth one. The fucking the creme de la creme. Who's getting in? Let me read what's left. Def Leppard, Devo, Janet Jackson, John Prine, Kraftwerk, uh, MC5, Roxy Music, Stevie Nicks, The Zombies, Todd Rugren, Chris has already picked LL Cool J, Rage Against the Machine, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, and The Cure to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who is your fifth not, uh, inductee into the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Chris Natale, go. Would have to be Stevie Nicks. What happened to Stevie Nicks? She's still fucking around. She's in there. She's yeah, on the list. I, I, said, no, I didn't say what happened to Stevie Nicks. I said would it have to be. Oh, would have Stevie to be. Nicks. Yeah. Yeah. Stevie Nicks is uh, is one. you pro- Well, you can argue because she's already in with Fleetwood Mac. Uh, that right. and be like, what the fuck? You know, what? how many how many hits? How many hit singles did she have on her own? A lot, but either way, how many? Probably, how many originals? You're probably right about that with Fleetwood Mac. You know, that's why she probably shouldn't get in. Right? Is she, is she is she like a uh, like a? She's not like a Dave Grohl. Like Dave Grohl, it hasn't gone in for the Foo Fighters yet. Well, he's but he is yet. he Foo is going he well, is going. Foo Fighters to. was created like in 2000, man. Right, but yeah, I'm think I'm thinking in terms of like the double inductees, like the you know. 
the person has been inducted twice, like fucking Bruce Springsteen. And- I guess you're right, because Ozzy is not inducted twice, and Ozzy's a much bigger performer than... Stevie Nick. Yeah, I would throw an Ozzy solo, Ozzy with, you know, Sabbath. How twice. about... How about uh, like how Dave about, Grohl's um, going to get that with Nirvana and Foo Fighters. He's going to get it. How about Paul McCarthy? Has he been inducted twice? Probably. I would imagine. I mean, that that's like... That's a... You have to. Yeah. I mean, you have to. That's ridiculous. All right, here's my... Uh, I'm going to give you mine, Chris, and you're going to fucking probably disagree, and if you disagree, go ahead and fucking throw your fucking shit out. Uh, I am going to go Radiohead. Absolutely. First nomination off this entire list. Radiohead is a no-fucking-brainer. They oh. they have... they Yes, there are, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of bands that have changed... The, they've... they've they're, they were like a... Uh, a, a quieter Nirvana hit. You know what I mean? When not Nirvana hit, Nirvana just changed. Nirvana, when Nirvana hit back in the in the late eighties or really early nineties, uh, it it changed fucking. It changed the sound of rock and roll. It did. It just fucking. They just did a rock and roll did an about face. Radiohead's kind of kind of did the same thing. They kind of did the same thing with uh, like a. But but you know it's not. The type of music they make is not radio friendly, so you don't hear on the airwaves. It didn't have that, that much of an impact. But if you went to go see shows around, uh, you know, cities like L.A., you Name know, some of your favorite songs from Radiohead. There's a shit ton. There's, a, I, no, I, you, know, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, you know, see, this, you know me, you know me, you know, you know, I can't name fucking streets. <laughs> you know, I can't name song titles. I can't remember the titles of movies. I love Radiohead. I, I've listened to their I, entire... I like Radiohead a lot, too. I just think they're a little overrated. They're not so, overrated. They're not. Yeah. Radiohead, out of... But out of this list... Here's another thing I'll argue. Out of this list of nominees who they're up against, Radiohead gets in out of top, out of, out of, out of whatever, the, uh, the 15, 16 nominations or 19 nominations. I think it's 15 or 16. I can't remember. Anyway. Okay, so the next... Uh, I'm going to go Radiohead uh, is, definitely gets in. I would say The Cure definitely gets in. That's two bands. The Cure and Radiohead definitely get in. Uh, who who else gets in is LL Cool J. LL Cool J probably gets in. I Please think. love Cool James. Man. I think LL Cool J gets in because here's the reason why I think LL Cool J gets in. Because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is uh, not only like a ceremony to uh, honor great achievements in music, but it's also a fucking TV show now, you know. It's carried by fucking HBO. It's rebroadcast right. on HBO. And it gets huge ratings on uh, NCIS Los Angeles. Right, and LL Cool J still in the spotlight. So, you, when when you know when people watch this on HBO and they, they want to enjoy it, they, they you know the the, the producers are going to want to have a variety of music. He was also the first person to ever win the Vanguard Award. Yes, he uh, mentioned that in one of his songs. One of his rap battles against cannabis, I believe he That's mentioned right. that. That was a great, ep- that was an epic rap battle. That was his best song I think I've ever fucking heard him do. I feel like also that's the last great rap battle. I always thought that one was the best one. Like they always say Nas and Jay-Z was the best rap battle. But, or well, or Biggie and Big. That song where he says, that's why I fucked your bitch. You fat motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty up there too. Yeah, that actually, probably, that's probably the best one. Um but yeah, cannabis and LL Cool J. Obviously, no one knew who the fuck cannabis was really. But I love that. I love that. That was one of LL's better songs that he made against cannabis. Anyway, all right. So Radiohead, The Cure, LL Cool J is my three. 
Now I got Def Leppard, I got Devo, I got Janet Jackson, John Prine, Kraftwerk, MC5, Rage Against the Machine, Roxy Music, Rufus Fring, Shaka Khan, Stevie Nicks, The Zombies, and Todd Rudgren. I don't really know who Todd Rudgren is. I'm sure I know his music if it was played in my ears right now, but I I, I would I, I could kind of want to pick him just because I feel like that's the, you know what? I've heard his name over fucking decades, but I don't know. I don't know if, if I... Gonna, you, wait, you're just going to pick him off a whim? Yeah, off a whim, yeah, just like a fucking... <laughs> like when I go and they cast my ballot for fucking, you know, some sort of fucking center that I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, that's a cool looking name. Click. You know what I mean? All right, I'm going to go with Def Leppard. Def Leppard should get in. That's my that's my fourth. So I got Def Leppard, LL Cool J, Radiohead, and The Cure as my four out of five inductees for the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, I believe, see, I want to pick Rage, but I don't think Rage made enough music. Killing in the name of... They, I love it. Out of like, other than Radiohead, my favorite artist on this list is Rage Against the Machine. Uh, Janet well, Jackson, I don't think, I don't, I don't think, I don't think... Go with who you like, not who you think is going to get in. I didn't do that. I, what go with who you like? You're telling me go with who I like? Yeah, who you would who you would pick, not what you who you think will get picked. Well, I'm I'm kind of giving it a variety. You know what I mean? I don't really like Def Leppard. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I believe. See, is Rage Against the Machine more? Did they have more of an impact than Devo? I would say yes. Right. Stevie Nicks. I would say Stevie Nicks got in for Fleetwood Mac. I don't know what the fuck Roxy music is. Uh, the zombies, I don't, well, one of the, the listener in the chat room said, um, you know, the lead singer of the zombies died this year. So <laughs> I want to be right. This is the problem. I want to be right. I, you know, when this list is announced later this month, I want to be right. I want to go well, five for ridiculous. fucking five. You go with who you like, not who is going to be right. Uh, why even have this debate then? If you're not going to push for your favorites. Because I'm going to have the fucking debate. Uh, let me see. You're awful. I'm not awful. I'm fucking logical. So you're just going with safe picks. That's what you're saying. No, I'm going with who I think is going to get in and who deserves to get in. That's what I'm going with. But I'm, 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 I'm being an open-minded individual. I'm not going fucking Oasis and everybody else sucks. I'm going, you know what? That band, I don't really like too much, but I can see why people like them. Oasis should be in. Oasis should be. <laughs> Oasis would be the headlining band in this group. It should uh, maybe they change the name of the whole facility there in Cleveland could the two Oasis and everybody else Hall of Fame. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, fucking goddamn it! I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll go with Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Whoa! You just shit. You shit all over me for that. Yeah, but I don't think Janet Jackson is deserving of getting in the in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You, first of all, you shit all over me saying Janet Jackson's way bigger than she was. Well, I am. I am taking into account that yes, they, they, they want to have a variety. They're gonna put. They're gonna put a variety. Shaka Khan. They're gonna put a variety of of uh, of acts inductees in it's going to be a variety it's not going to be all the same type of genre of music so i picked def leppard lo cool j radiohead rufus feek string shaka khan and the cure that's that that is that is a great show that is a great inductee show 
when I was running uh, this magazine mm. uh, years ago, mm. our one of our cover stories was Shaka Khan. And we followed her for about a month, you know. Mm-hmm. And just watching her and the way just people were around her and all that stuff, one, she's definitely one of those divas, right? which is what Janet Jackson never was. Right. She was never a diva. But Shaka Khan is like this iconic person who just can't go anywhere because people will know who she is. Right. Even like young people know who she is. So Shaka Khan transcends all time. And she has some, I I would say, you know, in the 70s and early 80s, like she defined R&B music for, you know, as a female artist, there was, there was Tina Turner and her. That's it. There was no one else around. Right. So she's a she's a safe pick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that she's the one. Uh, she it too. She works her ass off. She still performs. Uh, Detroit TJ checking in. Kieran, you're acting like there's an affirmative action in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, maybe. But I'm just trying to I'm trying to logically think of what, you know, uh, you know, the committee is thinking uh, fans across Basically, what TJ's saying is you're a racist, which I back up. Well, I'm not. I'm just being open-minded. No, you're not. In a world that isn't open-minded these days, I'm being open-minded. And you motherfuckers don't even know what the hell that is anymore. Because everybody's on this side or everybody else is on fucking this side. And just going... Did you see fucking Trump yesterday in the fucking Oval Office fucking yeah, J-O-ing great. over fucking Chuck Schumer? That was great, actually. I love that. <laughs> it looked that. like fucking Trump wanted to face fuck Schumer in the fucking Oval Office. He died. He hates Chuck Schumer. <laughs> I know. And Schumer wouldn't even fucking look at him the whole damn time. Yeah, because Schumer's got no fucking balls. I mean, he's like this wet blanket of a fucking senator. I mean, I'm embarrassed that he represents New York. It's enough with this guy already. He should be. He should have been gone a long time ago. He has no balls. No balls. No, no balls. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I'm I'm fucking being open minded with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2019 inductions. You know, no, I am too. You know, I am. You've known no, me for going, a long time, you're Chris. Going with who's gonna win instead of who you feel really great about? Well, you know who's gonna win a second term for is fucking Trump. He will win a second term. We discussed this in the past. Did you see, by the way, today, uh, as we uh, were coming on the air, a few hours before we came on the air, fucking Trump's personal lawyer, lawyer Michael Cohen, sentenced to three years in fucking prison. Suck on that. You know what that Suck means? For any other president that? in any other era, any other term, that meant fucking your ass. But for Trump, it means nothing. Because <laughs> tomorrow there'll be another headline. Of something else, and we'll forget about Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen basically took a fall for him. That's all. He took a fucking bullet. He, he says, yeah. He, yeah, but Trump hates the fucking guy now. He doesn't hate him. He had to do that for, you know, just to show. Yeah, but faith. fucking Cohen doesn't. Cohen got on stand and fucking, you know, pretty much said, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, that fucking goddamn Donald Trump's kind of a fucking dick face. Yeah, he has to do that. He has to do that. You think he's acting when he got on the. Remember, like, the Dark Knight? I don't think Michael you know? Cohen, who lied <laughs> under oath, is going to go says, and give... I what the city needs me to be, whether it's, a, you know, whether I'm a good guy or a bad guy. You're telling it's me. Hold on. Hold on. No, you, doing, can't, you can't go past your last fuck. You're telling me Michael Cohen, who 
is sent is being sent to prison for lying in court today at his sentencing is going to get, uh, you know, stand up and address the court in front of his judge and his family as he knows he's being sent to prison and say falsehoods out of his mouth again just to give the impression that he doesn't like the president? Yes. Ugh. That's I don't believe that. I don't, got, what, listen, is, what, is, what is what is Trump got a golden dick or some shit? Yes. Yes. Fucking, yes. Get yes. the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. He's the John Gotti of presidents. <laughs> right? He's gonna fucking whack everybody. He's Teflon, man. But look he at fucking Sammy him. the Bull. Fucking John Gotti fucking reference. Sammy the Bull. You're gonna need a Sammy the Bull to do. So Michael Cohen's the fucking Sammy the Bull. Come on. He's not. He's not the same with the bull because he would have brought him down if he was. Who is it? Uh, Paul Manafort? Is that that fucking Maybe. Paul Manafort? Maybe. By the way, if you're out there, please stop dyeing your hair. You're not fooling anybody. Maybe Scaramucci will come back. And the, mooch! the mooch. <laughs> the mooch. The mooch is that fucking napper tandies and eat a uh, patch all Long Island trying to pick up some teenagers. That's what the mooch is doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> the mooch. The mooch. That guy looks like a scumbag. There's like, did you like CNN loves us? CNN, uh, by the way, I'm a radio DJ and talk show host. I should be on the microphone when I talk. Um, it, CNN loves to run the like they run the indictment list all the time. Like fucking Don Lemon every every night at ten o'clock when the Don Lemon show comes on and Don Lemon fucking spills some shit about fucking how Trump lied again uh, today and whatever the fuck the lie is. And then they always put up this fucking graphic like right next to Don Lemon's head like this. And it's got the roster of indictments or pending <laughs> indictments. <laughs> like, what have you ever seen that? Here's, you know? here's the thing, though. Trump's used to it. Trump's Trump is. I know. That's how J- like Trump. It's, it's Trump's like been sued, sued and, you know, accused of shit for, th- for like thousands of cases. OK, he doesn't. He, this is what he's used to. He's used to having his lawyers working for him all the time. Understand? This is this is par for the course for him. Right. So it doesn't phase him at all. But it's like it's like when you uh, challenged me to do that fucking uh, that thirty day challenge, no fucking JOing for thirty days yeah, because you, you said it miserably because Thanks. you think I'm so fucking diluted. You are uh, in my in my thought process or my emotions, my loving emotions towards women because I you know. You know, I kind of like to fucking throw one out every night to some, uh, you know, adult fucking uh, entertainment. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> be honest, Karen, you you increased the show to three episodes a week so you wouldn't have to face the world. <laughs> right. right. But um, but but all the negative and all the all the all the shit we hear from Trump, all the fucking bad shit, all the lies, the fucking fake news, fake news, all the shit, all like all the complaints we hear about shit. Uh, about Trump, it's like we we forgot about like how important the 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 president, the office exactly. of the United, the you know, hundred percent. It's all a smokescreen. It's all a smokescreen. I think he's a false fucking president. To be honest with you, I, mean, <laughs> I think yes, he's a I think he's a distraction from something like some other shits happening in Washington behind closed doors. Some back channeling shit fucking happening. And Trump is just like the fucking guy with the the car wash sign out in the corner, spinning it, this just going coming. Focus. This the, this country has to focus on defeating him, not taking him down. That's mm. where they're going wrong. 
They're not, they're not, and they're not even doing that. They're not doing that. Not one viable candidate has emerged. Fucking yeah, no, no. Cory so, Booker, uh, Cory Booker, yeah, but Cory Booker has too many skeletons in his closet. The problem is, oh, he's a black guy from Newark. <laughs> it's not that. Eh? There was rumors that he's gay and that really, people. fucking just come yeah. out, dude. The fucking country would love a black fucking gay guy as president. A hundred percent, but you know, there's just a lot. There's there's a lot going on there, and and I don't know if he wants that kind of attention. Mm. Uh, I think he's gone as far as he can go. So I know Cory Booker. All right, well, let's get off the fire. And I like Cory Booker mm. a lot. I, I you know, I, I think he's great, but I think there's some shit going on with him that if it came out, it would be detrimental. Right. Uh, 718-690-9290. You're listening to the lunaticradio.com show. Chris Italia, my buddy from uh, from a long time ago, from formerly of the Chaos Radio show. I think and, the episodes of that sh- that show is still up on something. Really, Chaos Radio is still out there yeah. for the people to, to download. I think if you go to a website called like Podomatic or something like that, <laughs> still it's buried in the in the archives of uh, podcasting yeah, history. Got to be it somewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's joining us. Uh, he'll be on the. Are you going to do every Wednesday night? Or are you you going to? Well, when you're around. Because sometimes not, you're just not if you like don't instill any confidence in this. I mean, you I love I am very confident. I was just oh, planning on doing solo. You didn't give me the OK whether or not Chris Tally was doing the radio show today. I was it was all about whether or not I can get this set up hmm. uh, time. So, uh, all right, word up. I want to do a break. I want to rethink. Uh, I want to see where I want to go on this radio program. Word them up, folks. Thanks to everybody listening in the chat room out there. Please call into the radio program. Interact. We're not uh, mean people. I'm going to play the song that Chris thinks sounds like Oasis by my buddies out there in Long again? Island. Yeah, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it again because I didn't play it in its entirety. And I also did. I did play it on last Friday's show. But anyway, I'm going to play it again. Here we go. This is Disco Vietnam. Don't want to live too long on a lunaticradio.com show.
everybody? LR Show on the Rock of New York. No, it's not that. It's uh, the LR Show, LRLunaticRadio.com. Follow us at on Instagram at Lunatic Radio, on Twitter at Lunatic Radio. I'm getting messages that the phone lines are down. Uh, I don't have an intern to fucking figure that out. Uh, I am logged on. I am on Skype, and I don't know what the fuck. People just don't know what the hell's going on, I guess. You should get an intern. What's the holdup? I got to go scour the uh, campus of uh, Arizona State University to find me some fucking willing females. Uh, That will end up in a lawsuit at some point. (laughs) Why? I can't have no fucking fucking co-eds running around this place. Uh... So hire a man. By the way, Lunatic Radio checking in. I miss Soundboard Fez. Yeah. I'm hungry. Who's Soundboard Fez? Remember uh, the old Ron and Fez show back in the day? And uh, when Fred Wally used to uh, just, you know, peace out on the show, Ron Bennington oh, had a whole soundboard. The soundboard? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and he used to just talk to uh, Fez's recorded voice all the time. Uh, and that was weird, right? That he would be on the air and like... He would just leave. <laughs> No, he wouldn't leave. He would always be in the studio. He just would just wasn't saying anything. Yeah. Well, there were times when I uh, when I interned for the Ron and Fez show back at the WNEW days. Fez was just kind of just kind of pieced out. <laughs> he went through a mental. Yeah, he, he yeah, he had some shit going on. I don't know. I don't, I never knew exactly. I was a young kid at the time, so I really didn't really understand what the fuck was going on. Well, he's just, gay, oh, and he, thought he was having a bad he never, day. He never came out. I don't think Fez ever really liked me either. He's a nice guy though. He was nice. I don't, think, I don't think Fez likes a lot of people. He didn't like me. That Bennington, though, he's a good fucking legendary man. I love his Fezatorials. Yes. That's what I used to like back in the day. That's actually one of the things I said in my internship when I was interning at WNEW. I was like, I love the Thank f- you. I love the Fezatorials. Fezatorials. Uh, the phone lines are up, man. People, you can try. I don't know what the fuck. Like, it just, you know, you, you dial the number and you hit fucking call. And it should just come in. Did you just give them instructions on how to? Well, I, I just get, I'm getting shit all the time. I just, I just call the fucker. I don't know. I'll fucking try it. I'll call myself on the damn fu- damn thing. <laughs> oh, Christ, I get this shit from a dame, uh, Leroy Jenkins, all the fucking time. Uh, what? It's seven one eight six nine zero ninety two nine zero. See, you do that, and the fucking thing calls me. And I pick up the phone like I'm oh, gonna do. Like I'm gonna do. Look, look. There's look, my voice there's my talking voice, my own voice. My own voice. Look, there's look, me talking there's to me. me. Talking to me. Look at that, people. Look at that, people. Hey, phone, Karen. How you doing? It's like a distraction. I hate that. The phone hey, lines I, are not down. Can I talk to phone, Karen, for a second? You want to talk to phone, Karen? <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna talk to phone, Karen? All right, let's give it a shot. Let's try. You want to talk to phone, Karen? I got all this yeah. shit to do on a radio show. Be honest. I know. Well, let's just talk to phone. Karen you want to talk to phone? Talk to phone. Phone Kieran's phone on, the Kieran's phone. on the phone. Hey, Kieran, did you uh, buy any chicks this week? Zero. Zero. Did you talk to any women this week? This makes no this sense. Makes no Chris. sense, Chris. This is like this a is like a black hole. I'm black trying, hole. I'm trying to give the listeners an insight of how our conversations are off the air. <laughs> 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 phone lines work. Seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety. If you want to call into the radio program, we re- we will converse. If you have any uh, questions comments about the rock and roll uh, uh hall of fame anything like that follow us on instagram at lunatic radio on twitter at lunatic radio the show at lunaticradio.com is the email address if you want to email us uh any uh fucking you're having a trouble with your girlfriend boyfriend husband wife you got a problem 
You want like some anonymous? Uh, you want to be anonymous and you want to? You want us to give you some fucking yeah, hard, hard, hard hitting, hard hitting fucking balls to the wall advice? Some fucking cutthroat fucking goddamn, you know, advice? Anything? You want to send us something? Send it to the Lunatic Radio Show at yahoo.com. The show at lunaticradio.com. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, I ain't cheating. On, on, on the Hall of Fame note, by the way, before you get into anything else, Christ Almighty. We, we were talking about this before. Harold Baines gets in on the Baseball Hall of Fame. Baines. Yeah, Harold Baines. Uh, he was a DH hitter, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was like the last ten years of his career. He wasn't even like the the like in the top fifteen of DH hitters. I feel like our famous DH hitters, right? It was you know always. So, so to me, this opens things up for Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly should be in the Hall of Fame. I think so, but uh, yeah, I don't get why. See, like I feel like I feel like they need need to rethink the whole Hall of Fame system thing across the board with every type of Hall of Fame out there. You know, it shouldn't have to happen every year. You know, there's a sports, uh, a Jewish sports hall of fame on Long Island. What a hotbed of activity that place is. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Fiedler got inducted. Jay Fiedler. Everybody. Fucking riveting. Where is that? <laughs> Where is that? Fucking Lake Grove? Where is that fucking piece of shit hall of fame? Uh, some Jew town in Long Island. Oh, Jew town. <laughs> yeah. I forgot actually where it is. I think it's in Suffolk. It's in Suffolk? Yeah. Probably in fucking Amityville. <laughs> wine Dance, some shit. Yeah, Jewtown is in Jewtown. It's in Wine Dance. <laughs> wine Dance. <laughs> fucking. The Jews haven't stepped foot in Wine Dance in centuries. You know, and that's for good reason. Yeah. Say, man. <laughs> What's that hat on your head? Yeah. I'm gonna get some of that for myself. Hey, is that your car? <laughs> Not it's anymore. a Toyota. It's a Toyota. Hey, say, man, which way is north? <laughs> That's when you get knocked out. Uh, yes, funny jokes. Uh, by the way, Chris, you ever have cheeseburger pizza? Bacon cheeseburger pizza. Bacon cheeseburger. Pizza. Yeah, I ate some bacon cheeseburger pizza yesterday. I've had it. What is it? Um, was it one of those Papa John's or Domino's? Uh, no, it was some fucking Arizona bullshit, but it was actually the, the, like the, the most delightful fucking pizza pizza I've had out here in the fucking Desi of Arizona. And they had the, it was, it, it was great. It was really great, but they, but it's kind of like a phony piece of pizza in my mind because they had to take the taste of another delicious meal and jam it into the pizza. To make That's what they do, man. <laughs> you gotta do that. You gotta make up for the shortcomings. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, but it was it was great. It was like where, hard. Where did you go? Where's the name of the place? Uh, Gino's. You know, I was like, eh, fucking Gino's. Yeah. This guy can't fuck up pizza. But you know, he didn't fuck up the pizza. He just took another fucking delicious meal and shoved it into the pizza to make his Is he pizza. From New York. Probably every fucking goddamn person out here, like they. Well, look. You know, New York is in on that stuff too now, though. That every pizzeria has like mm. five or six different variations of pizza now. There's chicken uh, bacon, wait, chicken bacon ranch pizza. Have you seen that? Uh, uh-huh. chicken bacon ranch pizza. Right. It's basically in every pizzeria now. That that it's it's such a weird thing because mm. there's no sauce in it. It's just ranch and chicken and bacon gross 
That, that doesn't sound fun. No, it doesn't sound fun. That Why they would do it? Doesn't sound fun at all. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we are white men. We did everything. Columbia condemned student tirade targeting minorities. Did you see this, fucking Chris? I tell you, I got to. No, I did not. I got to set this up. Apparently, a kid out there. Uh, who goes to uh, Columbia University went on a tirade and uh, Columbia is looking to uh, expel the young man for uh, saying that he uh, uh, Europeans uh, created everything. Uh, white people are the best. And apparently it was like amongst, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, minorities, African-Americans. It was outside of a library on Columbia campus. Um, it's a 54 second video shared on Twitter, captured the chaotic scene that unfolded. It was not chaotic. It was just a group of people outside a library. When have you ever seen the outside of a library be chaotic? It's not. When you're outside of a library, it's never it chaotic. Probably made it more than it seemed. Yeah, it is. It it, uh, it unfolded outside of uh, the campus library early Sunday morning. The now viral there, video has. Is there a video? Oh, the where's the video? I have the video, but I, I'm, you're only going to hear the audio. Why don't you play it on on your screen? I tried <laughs> to do that. Be, I tried to do that before, but I like I said to you before the radio program, Chris. I need an engineer to come through here and fix everything. Because this, is, this entire fucking place is fucked up. So just play up. the audio. That's okay. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play the audio for you. Here is the uh, the sounds of the young man. There we go. European built the modern world. We invented science. We invented science and industry, and you want to tell us to stop because oh my god, we're so bad. We invented the modern world. I feel you. You're so dumb. We invented the modern world. You fucking degenerate. We saved billions of people from starvation. We built modern civilization. White people are the best thing that ever happened to us. This kid is just, he, he's, he, what well, the oh, university the literally wants the, the, modern world. World. the university literally wants to fucking expel that kid. But what he was, what the kid was doing, he was bombed and he's 20 years old and he was having a fucking debate with a bunch of other fucking probably inebriated 20 year olds. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking say something to grab people's attention. And he said something initially that he probably didn't agree with. And then he was trying to fucking clarify his point or, or trying to make it seem better. And it just led into this fucking tirade. And uh, unfortunately, everything's fucking caught on video these days. The kid was just drunk. He didn't say anything bad there either, I don't think. It wasn't disparaging against any other minorities. Do you think? Chris tell you? I think, I think, I mean, he lost it when he started doing the white people are the best kind of thing. That, that, yeah, but, argument. but he just he, before he say anything else on this. We're doomed as a society because this is our future. Oh, yeah. you know, that's right? Columbia. That's a Columbia yeah, University student. That was awful. That was the worst. 
that's argument a, I ever heard. That's a Columbia University student right there, people. We're, we're fucked, dude. We're totally fucked because that's what's representing us going, going right. forward. That's not um, that's not like a new paltz. No, that's state. the best of the best. That's not like an Oswego fucking. You know, that's not uh, fucking a community college kid. That kid goes to Columbia, <laughs> Columbia University. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I think everybody's been there. Like, I think I think a lot of people have been where this kid was during that time when he went on this tirade. Well, let, me, let me just where, explain. Where, when, one, 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 they're also one. They're all of them are one hundred percent wrong. But you know, it was it. You know, t- science and technology and all that stuff. It it came from basically two empires. It was the Greek and Roman empires. They they're the basis for all right science science and and uh, technology. Right. But they were doing like, shit at that time that couldn't have possibly. If you listen to the kid's statement, you know it's completely exaggerated, and it was said with a little fucking tongue in cheek because right. the kids hammered. They lost their shit because they think and, America. They actually think America invented everything, which is ridiculous. And if you watch the video, his audience right there, all those people around him, they they weren't all uh, African Americans or anything. There were there were white people there, and, and but. Th- even the African Americans in, in in the kids of uh, that are in that group right there, they're all just like, ah, you're fucking, you're just, you're just drunk and you're and you're being an idiot. You're not. He wasn't saying that shit with malice. He wasn't fucking. No, but then when it, when he started saying, I love white people, that, you know, he, yeah, he but he's just trying to be. He's just trying to be outrageous. Right, I know. I know. Everybody's 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 been there. Like I've been there. Uh, you know, at a party in a group of people and, you know, I'm young and I'm bombed and I just want to say something to fucking get people's attention because I'm needy, you know? I think I said, I remember I remember saying something at a fucking backyard barbecue party when I was like 20 and it was in a group of like uh, like buddies of mine and, and girlfriends and fucking other broads and I, I said, uh, uh, like some some along the lines, like men don't have girls that are friends. Men just have women they haven't fucked yet. <laughs> I believe I said that in the group of friends, and that just that just leveled like my respectability in that in that in that conversation sounded like this. In the minds of the group there, after I said men can't be friends with women or friend, men aren't friends with women, they're just they're just kind of you know talking to people that women they haven't fucked yet. My respectability amongst that group just went, yeah, and like the hands start going. You know, people are like, "What are you talking about? That's fucking you know." But that's exactly kind of the same scenario of what this you know what happened to this kid on Columbia University. Yet back when I said that I was in somebody's backyard and it was the fucking early nineties and no one was fucking filming it. So I don't look like a jackass on the internet, but this kid's outside on the, on the campus of Columbia university and, and everybody's walking around with a fucking HD camera, like a news person these days. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Can't even have an argument anymore with anyone without it going on, on the internet. Right. Yeah. It's fucking insane. I mean, and, and, and like this, this, he's a 20 year old kid. And people were talking about him on on you know TV shows, news networks, and shit in the paper. And he was just fucking, you know, in the early morning, fucking walking home from having some beers with friends, and all of a sudden becomes national news. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 
That's the world we're living in. Yeah. He went on a, on a Saturday night. He went out with some friends to have a few beers on the campus of uh, Columbia University. He had a few beers. And he was having a good time. Maybe it was the first time he's had a few beers. And then on the way home back to the fucking dorm room, some fucking conversation sparked up amongst the group as they were walking across campus past the library. And he just was like, you know what? I want to say something that's like, you know, this person. This yeah, per- I want to I make my mark. On this, this person's saying something that's fucking driving me crazy. He's been annoying me all day. And I'm just going to say, you know what? White people did some shit, too. You know, we, we're not all assholes. And all of a sudden, somebody turned the camera on him. And boom, national news. I think what bothers me most about that, and you know, certainly the white, I love white people thing. It's stupid, but hmm. I think they, there's this, and how I feel just talking to younger, the younger generation or whatever. Fuck yeah. There's this, there's this disconnect with history. I mean, they know nothing about how we got here. Right. It's crazy to me how like they just don't know the bit. Some of them don't even know what the basics of it, like just the Revolutionary War and fucking, you know, England's imperialism. They don't know anything about it. I mean, I don't know what the fuck they're teaching in school anymore, but it just seems like none of this is getting talked about. And, you know, the fact that and I think what this kid was trying to say was that, you know, Europeans did everything. It's not Europeans. It definitely was a segment of Europe that, you know, were more advanced than everyone else. And they just made a bunch of shit that right. led to what we do now. I mean, just the aqua, the Roman aqueducts alone. I mean, it, it's incredible. And, and they're still there. If you want to go see them, they're, they're miracles. They really are. I mean, like anyone who thought this was what you needed to do back then, it's, it's, it's just an unimaginable feat at that time to realize that that's the way to bring water into the city. I am quite realize. So the thing is I can go on about it for hours, but they wouldn't be able to, and they're supposed to be our, our brightest. Right. And they just don't know anything about it. It's fucking. Well, that's I mean, it. It's, sad. It it's really a is new, it's a new world. My friend call you on the air. Go ahead. Call her. You're on the air. Go ahead. All right. Well, there you go. Uh yeah, I you know if you watch the if you if, if you watch if you watch the kid uh you know from Columbia you could see it was tongue in cheek it it he he was just trying to almost kind of doing his brand of sarcastic humor to his group of friends right there none of those people right there hated that kid they were friends with him they were laughing at him they're like you're being ridiculous you're drunk shut up you're drunk go home that type of thing. So, but yet that kid woke up later that morning. Go uh, fuck him! National news by Monday morning, he was national news. That fucking kid. That sucks. That Crazy. sucks. Now, that's a, that's now the one. He's, now he's not going to be able to get a job. He's not going to get be able to get an internship out of college. He might not even have to be able to stay at Columbia. He might I mean, have to leave. I mean, you were just saying a minute ago, like kids don't know anything about history. But then again, uh, back in the old days, you could just walk down the street. And fucking, you know, whatever, BC, AC, but you know, whatever, back in the day. And you're not going to, you can say something to a friend and not become fucking countrywide news. Right. You know, it's private. I mean, I mean, look, everything's on social media now. Every little right. fucking nugget. I mean, I, I got into a thing today with, a, with an employee and I swear I felt like she was just 
seconds away from pulling up a phone. And oh, and videoing you because you're being videoing mean? me or recording me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That's scary. It's, it changes the climate completely. I think we've everybody look. It's the instant thing, man. Everybody wants to fucking. Everybody just wants to point fingers and they they're all entitled everyone just feels entitled there's no there's not a lot of hard workers anymore it just feels like people want the easy route all the time that's what technology and and this generation has brought it feels like everything needs to be instant and everything needs to be instant gratification and it feels like it's just gonna turn this fucking world to shit uh, speaking of history and uh, other things, uh, did you see the picture of the couple boning on top of, well, it was, I don't know if they're actually, uh, you know, you know, insertion, but there was a picture of a couple naked on top of the, uh, pyramids in Giza over there in Egypt. I didn't see it, but that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, you know, the authorities over there uh, in Egypt were, were kind of really pissed off and actually they claimed that, you know, it was impossible for, you know, this couple to break in and scale the pyramids, but apparently it actually is true. <laughs> they did and they did it rather easily. They scaled the pyramid in a half hour and they hid in a, in a fucking tomb for an hour and a half for all the guards to run away. Right. Like clear the area, and they just scaled right, right. that fucker in the middle of the night. Got up there and just started snapping pictures. That's amazing. And it wasn't even their like, it wasn't even their idea or their intent initially to do the naked photo. They shouldn't just, even go to jail for that. No, they well, they, they should be rewarded. Well, the guy who actually took the pictures is from. Uh, he's a Danish guy, right? And obviously, he's back in his homeland now, and he's never going to go back to Egypt because he's afraid of uh, being, you know, arrested. But yeah, fuck yeah! I'd never go back to Egypt. Uh, his name is his name is Andreas Havid, or Havid, or something. He's a Danish photographer, and he released a series. He released a video and a series of photos on Friday. Here's the uh, here's the image. Look, it's the top. They're just naked. Uh, there's like a fucking emoji covering up the guy's dick, but there's a there's a broad on the bottom, and he's on top, and you see the other pyramid in the background. That's fucking pretty sick. That is pretty sick. That is the ultimate fucking vacation photo. <laughs> I'd buy that photo. I'd buy that photo and frame it. I would do that too. That's pretty fucking sick. That's a work of art right there. That is a famous photo. Yeah. Yeah. That guy would be remembered for the rest of his life for that photo. Well, apparently, uh, you know, uh, let's see. Uh, in late November, uh, Havid and his partner pulled the trigger on the escapade, meaning breaking into the area of the pyramids. Havid said he and the woman snuck across the fence uh, well away from the pyramids and slowly made their way towards the pyramids. When they spotted guards, they hid in a temple for an hour and a half waiting for traffic to pass and had route to the monument all planned out. So once all the guards passed and stuff like that, they made a beeline to the period pyramid and had the gear ready and just scaled that motherfucker. And once they got to the top, they were all clear because it's dark. You can't see up there. You know, there's no lights. Nothing, fucking- nothing like this has been done since that French guy did the the wire cross on the Twin Towers. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. That said, it must have been noted that others have been able to scale the pyramids in the past. 
Uh, a German man was arrested in 2016 for doing the same thing, but he was caught. Right. These guys weren't caught. They got up to the yeah, top they, and left and flew back to their country, and no one fucking, no one even fucking knew about it. Do you remember? <coughs> do you remember that the uh, the guy who who uh, did a high wire uh, walk across the twin towers? That yeah, there's a documentary about it. Right. So that, that that's like that. This is like comparable to that. Yeah, but they, they they did it fucking. You know when did they do it? 2016. What was it? No, it was like recently. Wait. Who are you talking about? The wire or this? no? The guys that just did this, the, the, yeah, the, the pyramid was, thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so much harder to do. Yeah. Now, especially with the heightened security around landmarks and stuff like that. So, um, man, man on a wire was the documentary. If you haven't seen that motherfucker, that motherfucker will knock your balls off. Go watch yeah, Man on a Wire. Pretty great. Even the movie was decent. The walk. Yeah. Uh, he, you know. You know the guy on the Man on the Wire when he got that wire across the fucking undertaking. It, it's described in the documentary of the process and the and the and the planning. It was like and a this heist, and, man. It was like a, it was like a heist. Some... Yeah, and you had to have somebody in the other tower as well. Yeah, that's what happened. They, they and they, like they worked on uh, with walkie talkies, right? Like, and they had to crank that wire up because that's not a fucking piece of yarn. That wire oh, is oh. heavy as fuck. And, and they had complications too, like the wire like fell at first, and right? And you're recoil a it or some shit like and that. And it's it's not a very light wire. And anyway, when they got this whole fucking thing set up, then they got to like bank on the weather being good because you're 104 stories up. And by the way, they set all this up on the cover of darkness. Cover of darkness. And when the guy got on the wire and walked uh, back and forth on the twin, he did it for an hour and a half. He just kept on walking back and forth on that. He didn't do it once. Take down the wire. Let's get the. Fu- he just did it for an hour and a half. It was. It's an amazing story. Go see Man on the Wire if you haven't seen that documentary yet. That's another. That's a really good. Hey, one. who's who's Lunatic Radio in the chat room? Uh, I believe that's probably Rocket. Oh, he's here. So he does have time. Why isn't Rocket? I, I don't know show? if the, I. I don't know who it is. So ask me about imperialism. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, you know about imperialism. What are you talking about? I don't. Like, just, I gotta look. We it up. were just talking about the British imperialism. When they were basically taking over land all over the world. Oh, yeah. Imperialism. It's like uh, when you want to dominate. Right. And ruling those those <laughs> lands. I was thinking I was like some Return of the Jedi shit. Oh, Jesus Christ, Karen. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I just like being a knucklehead. All right. I got other shit I want to talk about, but, you know, I think we've done enough time. We, we, wasted, oh, a, we wasted a lot of time on that goddamn uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Let's do the speed round thing. We always do that. No, because I kind of I want to save these for other shows. There's some good stories. Run down the man. sheet, man. Uh, well, the Sex Island secret party location was revealed. It's Turks and Caicos. Oh no, I'm I sorry. It's uh, Trinidad and Tobago. That's what it oh, is. I love Turks and Caicos. It's great. Trinidad and Tobago. By the way, the uh, the Sex Island thing. You know what the Sex Island thing is? No, I have no idea. Please educate me on the Sex Island. Do you actually don't know what the fuck it is? Is it hedonism? What is it? Being an upstanding man, a man of means, living in the fucking great city of New York. You don't know what the fucking sex is. You never, you don't, you got, you got five papers a day that are thrown at you on every fucking, fucking you know, delicatessen. Busy, man. I can't read. You don't see a fucking headline? <laughs> you don't see no. headlines? No, I didn't know they picked a sex island every few years or whatever. This uh, is. Okay, well, the hooker and drug-fueled sex island will be hosted in the swanky resort on a private island off the uh, coast of Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, the four-day, three-night sex uh, extravaganza originally cost 
$6,000 per person, but has dropped because they had a Black Market, Black Friday sale for two forty five hundred bucks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because black people started going. (laughs) That is the inappropriate bill in honor of the late legendary Opie and Anthony show. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much uh, you can, you know, it's uh, it's a it's a I believe it it's from uh, December fourteenth to the seventeenth. It's uh, set up by a bunch of d bags, rich guys. They do it at this resort. They, uh, it's kind of like private. Not everybody can go. You have to be sent like this golden ticket. And if you're chosen to go on the sex island, you pay your fucking six grand or forty five hundred bucks. You go. You're 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 told where to go secretly, and you you know wherever the destination is, you go to it. Seems like a lot of work to get laid, man. Right. You go to it, but once you get there, there are a variety of women, and you just pick them. You have sex with them without even asking. You don't even. What? Yeah, you just have sex with them, and then there's drugs, all types of drugs and whatever. Do women get to choose men too. No, they don't choose the men. Oh, so this is just a thing for men. This is a thing for men. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, this sounds like the Dominican Republic. All right, here we go. For the money, the fifty guests will each have. You, know, you can two. Just do this. At the, here, I'll, I'll the, even I'll explain it. I'll read it. I'll read want. it to you. I'll read it to you. Anytime for you for want, their you money. Just, the 50 guests will each have two prostitutes available to them to receive unlimited food and drinks. Uh, most of the women hail from Colombia, Brazil, Puerto Rico, and other South American countries. A few Americans and Canadian girls are slated to attend as well. Besides the women, guests have an uh, easy access to drugs uh, with sex island staff members acting as liaisons between dealers and partner goers, cocaine, uh, is by far the most popular drug requested by here, guests. Here, here, let me explain something to you. This is Santo Domingo every day. <laughs> Santo fucking Domingo. This is this is uh, Brazil every day. This is when you go to Brazil, you can you do this. You can just go, and you know you you know whatever you you hear about where to go and stuff like that, and you go to these places, and there's a lineup of women, right. and there's drugs and whatever, and you can say these two are coming with me, and they stick with you. For the entirety of your trip. Right. And they do anything you want. Why? Because you're like, you go down and you're like, oh, I'm American. I'm a man about me. No, no. They, there's a cost to it. But it's not, it's not this cost. Mm. I mean, they, they're with you because you're going to show them a good time. Mm. And they're there to have sex with you, basically. That's great. Yeah, but I'm saying like well, you don't need this this special assigned golden ticket. Well, I guess I guess island. I guess you can just go to places where they do that every day. I guess for the uh, the top fifty d bags across the United States of America and maybe Canada, uh, this would be the iconic of uh, fucking d bag vacations to to take. It seems like more trouble than it's worth. Uh, like, no, it's, is, it's this not, would be some it's this would old, be for someone like you who has no idea that no. other places exist. No, be honest with you, it's it's such a it's such a shitty like I would be I would be at my age I would be totally fucking sexed out in like two minutes. <laughs> I'd be like <laughs> I would bang some broad and I, I don't do drugs, so I'm not gonna try drugs at this age. Have to take, I'd bang some broad and be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna book a tea time and we'll play some golf. We'll see you fucking guys later. You know what I mean? And then I'll come back after golf. I'll take a shower, maybe fucking bang another one out. And then I'll take a nap. 
Like it's it's just nothing. It's it's not like a, I'm never gonna do the raunchy partying thing for four days. It's literally just gonna be a fucking really expensive golf vacation with some sex mixed in. Occasional some performance enhancing drugs, Karen. Yeah, I don't. And plus these, these, like I don't know where these fucking broads are from. Like I, Karen, I get, I know a country. You've never taken Viagra. No, I don't need that. I mean, it's not the whether you need it. It's just oh, to keep the peg fucking. Oh, dude, come on. Keep you know the I mean? keep, keep the. It's not even human, man. Are you kidding me? Uh, you know the you know the phrase "live a little." Yeah, that that applies. To- <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> Karen, live a little. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Dude, first of all, first of all, I don't know. When, I know the last time you had sex was two years ago, but a lot's happened since then. Oh, there's been, there's been investment ad- advancements yeah. in sex. Yeah, yeah, and so as you get older, you know, whatever, you know, I don't have an issue or whatever. Mm. My response time is still the same as it was, but I will say this: that women expect to be pleasured and have multiple orgasms, not just one anymore. The peg has got to be ready. It's got to be ready, and ready willing. to go, and willing, and and as soon as you're done, it still needs to be ready. <laughs> I think it's just fucking still ready to fucking go for a walk. Yeah. So, <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is, if you did it, you wouldn't. There was a noticeable difference. A, a noticeable difference. Does and it fucking numb your uh, shlonga? So you no, last but longer. Makes, but it, but but yeah. I mean, the second time, you'll last forever. Basically, I see that shit. Uh, that shit at like mini marts. That that it, and it's like sold right by the fucking cash register. It's where like you take this shit and it numbs your hammer. <laughs> So when you're banging abroad, you don't like fucking shoot your confetti everywhere right off the bat. I'm like, I probably shouldn't get that. <laughs> and why is it sold by the cash register? I mean, like, kind of skeevy. Because it's, it's fake. Yeah, it don't work, right? No, it doesn't work. Uh, by the way, uh, I should dedicate the show. I forgot to do that because it was such a melee. Because I wasn't sure if Chris was doing a radio program or not. And then he p- popped on and I was trying to get everything set up. I forgot to dedicate this radio program to somebody. Uh, one of the donors uh, on the, you know, who donated to the the GoFundMe. Can the I lunatic- pick somebody? Can I pick this one? Uh, I don't know because there's actually one person that doesn't want to be mentioned. So no, I'll do it. Um, we wait. What, what if I to give you the initials? No, you I, just let me do it. Let's get it out of the way and we'll proceed with the fucking radio show. Let's not make everything a fucking game show. <laughs> Just, hey everybody, welcome to dedicate my show. Yeah, yeah. I want to dedicate this show, by the way, to Stephen Kimball, one of the donators who donated to the lunaticradio.com show emergency fundraiser on GoFundMe.com. Stephen Kimball, this Wednesday night broadcast right here of the lunaticradio.com show featuring the great Chris Italia from the Stan NYC. Oh, yeah. I'm sure this is he got, dedicated he got screwed on this. It's dedicated to Stephen Kimball. Like I say uh, on the previous de- dedications. Uh, I can't guarantee the show's gonna be great, and Steve, I can't. I'm so sorry. And it, it, I can't. Uh, you know, I might bump. I'm so, sorry. I'm so sorry you got chose to do this show. Yeah. Be dedicated to this for this show. I'm so sorry. Chris and I are just two white guys who've rambled on for two hours today. That's what we did. And that's, uh, like, every, that's like every day, isn't it? I had some. Uh, I had some things planned. What else you got? Come on! No, I'm done. No, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save. We went on. We've been on. 
I do three one shows. More, one more quick topic. One uh, more. fucking. What do you think about? Uh, let me give you something quick. Um, I don't have anything quick. You know what? You know what? Uh, clout lighting is. Clout lighting? No. Yeah. What the hell's clout lighting? It's something stupid. <laughs> this, wait a minute. Let me explain. Let me get this straight. You're you thought one of the topics today should be clout lighting? No, I didn't. That's why. That's why it was buried in the back, and I got a long long article printed out about. It. It's actually kind guess, of dumb. I guess you can say that for your show with TJ on Friday. Do you know what? Okay, here here's one. Here's a topic that's even better. Do you know what Japanese time stop porn is? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Do you ever watch it? No, I can't say that I have. Those Japanese people are into some fucking shit, and they come up with some yeah. pretty good ideas for their porn videos. <laughs> It's pretty much uh, obviously a porn scene, and uh, it, it, it features a, a male, and uh, it's a scene where there's other people involved in the scene, and the one male uh, character in the scene has the ability to stop time. So everybody stops, and he just goes around. They're like frozen, like the, like the mannequin challenge, and, he right, just, right. and then he just goes around and fucks all the mannequins. <laughs> That's what Japanese time stop porn is. It's quite uh, interesting. You're just like, and, and the girl's just like kind of holding the position the see, whole time. Kim, this, so he's just, this the guy's just Kim, fucked. This is what I'm worried about with you. This is what I'm worried I about. I haven't watched it. It was actually sent to me by a listener. It was actually, it was, it was, it Dude, was. This is the rabbit hole that I'm talking about with you. It's not a you rabbit hole. You have, yes, it is. It's not a just, rabbit hole. Listen, you, you asked me if I know what time stop porn is, right? You asked me that, right? Yeah. You asked me did if I, I say had a God I, confidence. Did I say Let me tell you something. I am God. Fuck you. Go home and play with your kids. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Chris. Dunn. What about the other one that goes, what's your name? Fuck you. That's What's your name? <laughs> Fuck you. That's my name. Call her on here. Call her on here. Go ahead. Call her. Fuck you. Ah. One call of a show, and that's what I get. It's a little kid going, fuck off. <laughs> I fucking love this country, man. Jesus Christ. Wait, wait, so you're saying that that person was listening to the show? Call, you're on here again. Hold on. You're a nasty punk bitch. Turn on your radio. Yeah. Yeah. What part of the U.S. are you from? Yeah. That's that kid again. All right, I'm just going to hang up on him because he's going to constantly no, call No, next him. time, let him stay on. We can talk. He won't. He won't. He won't. He'll just, uh, yeah. Is this, wait, is this guy doing He's this constantly, before? he's actually, he's called like three times in the last 30 seconds. That's great. And I'm not even put answering. Him back, put him back on. Put him back on. Well, he hasn't called in. I don't know when he's. All right. So, see, it's, so you asked me about if, I know, if, I've, if I've seen. Call, him. you're on here again. Go ahead. Chris is not going to get his point out. Go ahead. Suck you, bitch. Yeah, suck it, bitch. What's your name? What's your name? He's already gone. See, he's like a quick in and out. He's like me with sex. He's back. Look, call your on here again. Go ahead. No, he's already gone. See, he, he was so quick on that call, he couldn't even get his call. You're on here. Go ahead. Go eat a dick, nigger. All right, that's it. Last time. <laughs> that's it. Once the M word starts, I just you're. Wait, wait, you're that's, that's Friday show. Guys. You're bent. No way! Stop that. TJ's probably listening. Now he's gonna. Have to, he is listening. I love. TJ. Now I'm gonna have to have a debate about him on the fucking show on Friday about that. I love TJ, man. He's a great guy. Yeah, I love TJ too. All right. So wait. Let me just make my quick point here. All right. You asked me if I watched this type of porn, and I said no. I've never watched it. Mm. I've heard of it. Yeah. 
And you see the difference between you and me? Like, you actually clicked on a link. No, I didn't. Yes, I honestly did. didn't. didn't. I'm not you lying. You watched it. You it, was, watched it was sent to me by a listener about ideas to do for the show. I wrote it down in my, my catalog of stuff, but I actually haven't watched them. I, no, I read a synopsis. I read, I read a synopsis of what Japanese time stop porn is. And I was like, I'm not into looking at Asian men's penises. And I, I you know, I'm, I, I just don't, I think it's awkward. For some reason I feel, find it awkward. Much, much the same reason why I don't watch like African American guys bang chicks because I just can't relate. <laughs> Cause they're just fucking, it's just, like their dick should have fucking branches on them. They're so big. Lunatic Radio in the chat room says Chris moves in, moves to the Upper West Side and becomes a racist. I didn't move to the Upper West Side. I don't I'm know. Not, who, I'll be honest racist. with you. I don't even know who that is. Is there, who, is who, who is that? I don't know who that is. It might be Rocket. I have no idea. Be honest with you. I don't think it is Rocket. But all right. Anyway, I when, you am, on, when you click on it, it says Lunatic Radio. Yeah. Well, it could be some phantoms out there. You know, some phantom uh, phantom people out there. I don't know. He says, "Yes, you did." I, I don't, I don't. I didn't move to the West Side. What is he talking about? I don't know. I have no idea. All right, there we go. He says he's doing the show on Sunday. Oh, is it rock? I don't know who the fuck it is. Anyway, just so we can close out here, you're addicted to porn. I'm not. That's my point. Yeah, whatever. I can't help. No, it's not whatever. I don't have I'm it. trying to help you. Huh? I don't want to talk. No, I'm not addicted to fucking porn. Yes, you are. You're totally addicted to porn. I'm glad I'm ending the show so we don't have to get into the discussion. I mean, I know I can't help you until you bottom out and then ask. What am I? What's my bottoming out? Oh, there's going to be a bottom out. Trust me. Like, uh, what is it going to, what is that going to entail? Like I run out of Jergens and I get a fucking. No, just the fact that you haven't had sex in two years. Yeah. Now I'll find one. I'll find some broad. I'm not looking for it now. I kind of just want to do radio shows and fucking, you know, that's... There you are. Yeah, all right. All right, thank you, Chris Vitale, for joining the LunaticRadio.com show. Uh, TJ, he never claimed not to be racist coming in from... Apparently referring to Chris Vitale. Great, actually. Um, Leroy Jenkins, true TJ. So everybody's agreeing that Chris is a racist. Uh... Oh yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, my bottom is Alexis Texas's bottom. Now, Chris, if you ever seen Alexis Texas, I don't need to see Alexis Texas. I get ass all the time. Ass all the time, Chris. I get ass all the time. That should be on your fucking tombstone when you die. Yeah, it should be. I'm the ass man. <laughs> You're the ass. Man. All right. Thank you everybody for checking out the LunaticRadio.com show. Uh, thank you, Chris Italia, owner of the Stand NYC. By the way, I believe that's just going to be your name now every time you appear on one of these broadcasts. Chris, owner of the Stand NYC. It's a very long name. Uh, yes, the Stand tentative date for the grand opening February 1st in Manhattan, Union Square. Uh, it's going to be great. We got to go, people. Uh, it has been the LunaticRadio.com show. Ally Bornight. Uh, what? LR bar night at the stand. We'll bring back the bar night at the stand. Yeah, we should do that. That'd be awesome. Woo! We'll get we'll get Rocket to do fucking some stand up. 
No, we'll get you to do stand up. I ain't fucking getting on that damn stage. You threw me on that stage once and you were the only person in the audience, and I got nervous. <laughs> this is my form. I can't talk on a stage like that. That's crazy. All right, people, we'll see you later. Last word, Chris, go. You're obsessed with porn. <laughs> <laughs>